Designed for each state, dubbed Sauce America, the condiment packets are limited edition and will be available at restaurants or anywhere else that typically have the packets. Dave Collins, USA News. Do you have a story to tell? Bring your story to life with audiobooks. Great stories deserve great storytelling. Audiobook Network provides professional voice actors and full production services for every author's manuscript. From narration, production, and editing to distribution, promotion, and sales, Audiobook Network handles everything. If you have a print book, ebook, or even a manuscript, call Audiobook Network now and get our free audiobook guide. 800-734-1229. 800-734-1220. The views and opinions express during this show are those of the hosts and guests only. In no way do they represent the views, positions, or opinions expressed or implied of WGSO 990 AM or North Shore Radio LLC. Good evening, New Orleans. This is the New Orleans Golf Show with Jack Clegg, and this is Jack Clegg. And, of course, you're listening to WGSO 990 AM and WGSO.com. Okay, boy, we have a lot of different things going on in the golf world today. From the Senate committees that want to start investigations of the live PGA deal. Uh, And hopefully, hopefully, uh, we'll get a caller or two about some local issues going on. And one local issue, I hope the caller calls in, uh, about um, high school golfers and access to golf courses so they can practice. And um, a huge issue, a huge issue. Not all high school golfers have wealthy parents that can afford country club uh, dues and so forth, so they're little... You know, children, boys and girls can go play. A lot of kids who don't have wealthy parents have to go to public golf courses. And it, it, it can get expensive. It can get expensive. Junior rates are not that high, but if you play every day, if you play quite a bit, it can be. So uh, we may talk about that later. But um, what I want to start out the show, really um, – we're not going to talk a lot about local golf unless we do have a, a caller that's going to call in with that specific issue about high school golfers, which I think is much more important than what happens to the zillionaires who are making money on the golf tour. But we're going to talk about the zillionaires today. Um, so, sadly, we can't celebrate the many people locally and groups that promote junior golf, women's golf, teach returning disabled veterans the game of golf. What we're going to talk about is the media, the government, and the golf tours. And what we should all strive to do with our families and loved ones regarding the game of golf. It's a game. It's a game. We need to remember that. But sometimes statements are made and deals take place which are beyond our knowledge. For example, this deal between the PGA Tour and the Live Tour is such a teaching moment for us all. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to cover that today. Why? 
I just think it's a public service. We all need to know what's going on there. Uh, and, and maybe it's boring to you. Perhaps it is. Uh, but it's important for us to know what's happening. Uh, and it's also important that when you read things about a merger between the PGA Tour and the Live Tour, there is no merger between the tours. And I'm going to try to break down exactly what is going on, as, even though we don't know a lot. And then I'm going to talk about why the U.S. government is interested in it. And there are going to be many facts that perhaps you didn't know before the show, and hopefully I can educate people on that. So uh, that's the public service for tonight that we're going to do. Uh, and I'm not suggesting that the audience, that we have a call to action or that anybody do anything. This is sitting back and learning a little bit. I'm looking at I'm looking at a picture right now on the internet. This is Senate Finance Committee Chairman Senator Ron Wyden, a Democrat of Oregon, who had the free time to send a letter to the PGA Tour on Thursday. That's last Thursday, questioning whether it should keep its tax-exempt status given the pending merger with Live Golf which is owned by Saudi Arabia's Public Investment Fund. Okay. Now, I'm not going to say that uh, a senator from Oregon has more important things to do with his time, considering how disastrous the conditions are in his state, uh, the homelessness, the drug addictions, the floods and fires due to failure to manage their forests and so forth. We're not going to talk about that. We're going to talk about what he's going to do to investigate this deal. Next, what I just read to you, I have to, I have to change because it's not true. It's not accurate. The media writes that he sent a letter to the PGA Tour questioning whether it should keep its tax exempt status given the pending merger with Live Golf. Well, there is not a pending merger with Live Golf. That is false. And I've read it everywhere. Okay. Now, part of it is whoever is typing these things up and, and, and publishing these stories does not take the time to understand what is happening. It is not a merger between the PGA and the Live Tour. It's not. As far as we know, the PGA is going to continue with the programs you watch on the weekends. The golfers are going to play in the same tournaments they are. The live tour tournaments are going to go on. Operationally, from what we know, from what we know now, it's going to stay the same. There's going to be no difference. Okay? The difference is something we know very little about, and that is a deal between the PGA Tour and the PIF, okay, the PIF, the Public Investment Fund, it is a Saudi Arabia money behemoth. <laughs> it's a fund, and they invest in things. It's the Public Investment Fund of Saudi Arabia, that's what it does. It invests in things, and we learned last week, and I covered it on last Thursday's show, and 
to everyone's great surprise, the PGA Tour and the PIF, the Public Investment Fund of Saudi Arabia, are going to form a new entity. Okay, that's not a merger. A merger is a separate thing where both of them merge together to form one. This is the two coming together to form a third entity and what that third entity is going to be. Now, no one has shared the agreement, the actual written agreement. We can't get that anywhere. I've looked for it. I can't get it. If somebody has it, I'd love to get an email. My email is jackcleglaw at gmail.com. That's jackcleglaw at gmail.com. But I don't think you that's a public document. It's between two private entities. There's no reason it should be a public document. But the politicians want their hands on it. I'm going to get to that in a little while. Okay. And again, this is the golf show. It's not supposed to be about politics, but sadly, sadly it is. And we live in strange times. Uh, Could you have guessed that the former president of the United States would get investigated and indicted? It's never happened in history before. So we live in some very strange times. Am I correct, sir? Well, you're on the radio. (laughs) That means I'm correct, right? You're strange. (laughs) (laughs) That's true, too. That's true, too. Thank you, Ronald. All right. So um, there is no merger. And when we get back from the break, we're going to talk about what is in existence and why it's important and hopefully the facts that you can glean from this show tonight. When you talk to your friends about the deal, if you do talk about the deal at all, you'll know what's happening. Okay, this is the New Orleans Golf Show, WGSO 990 AM, WGSO.com. We'll be back in a moment. schools are closing, which can be especially tough on students who struggle with poverty, hunger, and trauma. But communities in schools can help. Our organization puts caring adults inside schools to help vulnerable students stay in school. Now in the face of crisis, we're working beyond school walls, delivering meals to students, helping them access remote learning, doing whatever it takes to help them succeed. To learn more, visit communitiesinschools.org. Join me, B.J. Rusk, for the Something to Say radio show every weekday from 6 to 7 p.m. I'll be joined by Rudy Cicchini, and we will give our unique and fun thoughts on sports, music, entertainment, current events, and everything in between. Your calls are welcome, and you can also check us out on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and at www.somethingtosayradioshow.com. The Something to Say radio show, weekdays at 6 p.m. only on WGSO 990 AM. The Easy Pet Shop and Rescue is a nonprofit volunteer-run rescue. 
We provide adoption services and care for homeless animals across the New Orleans metro area. We also offer pet supplies and grooming services at our downtown and Marigny locations. The shops are located at 839 Spain Street and 513 Dumaine Street and are open from 9 a.m. to 6 p.m. weekdays and noon to 6 on Saturdays, noon to 5 on Sundays. We can be found on the web at BigEasyPetShop.com. Support local animals in need by shopping and adopting with Big Easy Animal Rescue. Hey, it's Kevin Carr with your personal sneak preview invitation to join me on Sunday evening from 8 to 9 for Fat Guys at the Movies. Each week, I give you my take on the newest movies and movie news, but in a fun way. Not like those stuffy movie review snobs who take themselves way too seriously. I tell you if the new movies rock or not. Yes, it's fun for all ages with Fat Guys at the Movies. I'll see you Sunday evening at 8 on WGSO 990 AM. Hey, Mimi, we're moving. Moving to Wednesdays at 5. You can check out He Said, She Said on a new day. Hump day. A new day, but we'll still be discussing and debating the hot topics. And take your phone call. You can listen to us on 990 AM, WGSO, WGSO.com. And find out who's right. Of course, that's me. No, of course, that's me. I've been doing this 23 years, Mimi. Practice makes perfect. So you see, we'll have plenty to talk about on He Said, She Said. Wednesdays at 5. Right here on WGSO. Does your business need help with print, signs, or marketing? Partner with Sir Speedy. We have more than 50 years of know-how and a proven track record that goes into every project. Our specialists will work with you on everything from print collateral and direct marketing campaigns to signage both indoor and outdoor. Call Sir Speedy and let us know how we can help at 504-586-9812 or visit us online at sirspeedyneworleans.com. Sir Speedy, if you need it, we do. All right, New Orleans. One of my favorite songs of all time, Layla. Welcome back. This is the second segment of the New Orleans Golf Show with Jack Clegg. This is Jack Clegg, and again, it's... WGSO 990 AM and WGSO.com. We're talking about the interest that the federal government has in poking its nose into the deal between the PGA and the PIF, which I described earlier what that is, uh, which is not a merger. It's a creation of a new entity. Okay. Now, the PGA, let's let's just start right there. Okay, a PGA is a nonprofit entity. They're nonprofit, which means the PGA as a nonprofit entity doesn't pay taxes. That's what nonprofit entities are about. Okay. Now, the question of what this new entity is going to be, we don't know. As I said in the first segment, nobody I, I cannot get my hands on a copy of the deal, and I didn't expect to. It's a deal between individuals, okay? And my understanding is that even the PGA golfers don't have a copy of the deal. They have a letter from the uh, commissioner of the PGA Tour explaining what it is, but they don't have the deal. So first and foremost, until we have the deal, we don't know what it says. Okay, that's just basic Law and Life 101. The document in writing is what counts, not what people tell you it is. Okay. 
So we have a, a situation where the PGA Tour um, and the PIF are going to form a new company. All right. Now, on the one hand, the PGA Tour owns a lot of property. What kind of property? Because they're the PGA. They're the PGA? Right. <laughs> well, actually, there's a couple of PGA entities, but the PGA Tour is the owning end. They own all the TPC golf courses. So that's the... the and I don't know a lot about golf. Ladies sure, and sure, I'm, sure. I'm, I'm learning from this man, but the TP, that's the golf courses that they... They have the name okay. TPC, Tournament Players Course. Okay. They're, that's owned by the PGA Tour. Mm-hmm. And the TPC courses, we have one here in the New Orleans area. We've got all kinds of golf courses. We've got uh, Stonebridge on the West Bank. We've got City Park, Bayou Oaks. We've got all around here. And then we have private courses like the New Orleans Country Club and the Metairie Country Club, which are in beautiful condition. Beautiful, beautiful. So I want to ask you, the one uh, that I would watch my dad play on uh, Mm -hmm. was Bayou Barry. Yeah, on the West Bank. Is that one... Bayou Barrier is not a TPC course. Okay. Okay. There's only one TPC course, and that's the one in Avondale that you used to, as a juvenile, set fires and kill (laughs) animals, do all the evil things you did when you were little. Really? Yeah, yeah. (laughs) But no, that Avondale is a TPC course. And all over the country, there are TPC courses. They're in Memphis. They're in the Quad Cities between Iowa and Illinois and the Mississippi River. They're in Idaho. They're in Montana. They're everywhere. And, and usually, and because they're owned by the, the, uh, the PGA, owns the TPC courses, uh, they're in good shape. They have plenty of money. But they're tax-exempt. So the politicians... And I'm not saying they're all like this, but many of them. If they have an opportunity to tax somebody who makes a lot of money, they take it. And and there are many Americans who think, well, you should do that. And and in this case, I'm not going to take a position one way or the other. I don't know, but I know this. As a nonprofit, they were they were exempt from taxes. Okay, and now that they have an agreement. As I have heard, and again, I don't have the deal, it will be a for-profit entity. Okay, that means there's no concern about tax-exempt status. But we don't have it in writing. So we're going to see our politicians. We have two of them in the Senate. Uh, One is Ron Wyden, the Democrat from Oregon, okay, and the other is the congressman, the senator from Connecticut, who uh, this is the guy who once said he was a member of the Marines and so forth, but he was never in the service. He's that was earlier in his career, but he's been a uh, senator from Connecticut for years and years, and his name is escaping me right now. Um, so he he is 
the two of them in, run committees in the Senate. Both of them have sought documents from Jay Monahan. Jay Monahan is the commissioner of the PGA. Okay, what we know about the deal that will put together the PGA Tour, it won't put it together. I misspoke. The PGA Tour and the PIF will form a new entity, an independent entity. That entity, the CEO of that, will be Jay Monahan. The entity will have a board of directors. The chairman of the board of directors, which some might argue and may be right, the chairman of the board hires and fires employees like CEOs. They're, they're above that. Now, you need a vote of the board to do it, but uh, that person is the CEO of the PIF, which means he's a Saudi. Okay. So, and this is a part of it that is really, really, I, I am frustrated with it. I really am. Uh, for And, I, and I'll, I'll go through the beginning of it, why I'm frustrated, why I think people should be frustrated about it. And, and we'll, we'll talk about that for a minute. And by the way, I, I also... The show is open to callers at 504-556-9696. I neglected to do that earlier. That's 504-556-9696. Okay. It's horrible. I know, I know, I know. I'm just so emotional. I'm about ready to weep. Okay. Um, so 504-556-9696. All right. So we have the, the PGA Tour Commissioner, Jay Monahan. Okay, I'll explain to you what he did. <clears throat> the PIF is the money and the brains behind a rival golf tour. Now, to have a golf tour, you need golfers to play in it, and they have to have tournaments. So the, the committee, the, the, the non-golfers, organize where the tournament should be, so forth and so on. The money comes from this separate entity called the PIF. All run by Saudis. Okay, they went to really good golfers like Bruce Kepka and uh, Phil Mickelson and said, "Look, if you come and play with us, we'll give you thirty million dollars. <laughs> lots of money." And and many golfers said, "Yeah, sure. Hey, I, I'm a professional golfer. <laughs> I make money golfing." So. I was just about to make a great point, and now we have to have a commercial, but we will oh, come back. We? I will hold it. Uh, I'm writing down with my crayon what that point is, <laughs> and we will get back to it when we get through the break. And what we're talking about here is the, the, how the battle started between the PGA and the Live Tour, and we'll get to that in a moment. This is the New Orleans Golf Show with Jack Clegg. We'll be back in a moment.
this is Martina McBride. When I'm on stage performing, it takes a team of talented people from all walks of life to make the show a success. I couldn't do it without everyone's help. When we embrace diverse backgrounds and work together as one, there's no challenge or problem too big to overcome. Our strength lies in our diversity. This public service message has been brought to you courtesy of the United States Air Force. Hi, it's Olivia Munn with my shelter pets, Frankie and Chance. Say hi, guys. When I adopted them, I discovered that they both have incredible personalities. Chance's sole purpose in life is to love and to be loved. Frankie is a little bit of a scoundrel and always entertaining. They're a little bit of a lot of things, but they're all pure love. Adopt pure love at theshelterpetproject.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council, the Humane Society of the United States, and Maddie's Fund. When severe weather causes telecom network outages, the FCC recommends that you call 911 only when necessary and limit non-emergency calls. Avoid repetitive redialing to minimize network congestion. Try texting if a call doesn't go through. Conserve cell phone power and turn off your phone when not in use. If evacuated, forward landline calls to your cell phone and use your outgoing message to update your status. For more info, go to FCC.gov emergency. Hi, I'm Huck, an active Christian who loves Louisiana. One of my goals is to bring Louisiana's education from 50th to number one. And I'm Dave. I'm not afraid of government bureaucrats. I fear God. Our rights and freedoms come from Him. This is Liberty or Lockdown. Please join us on Thursdays at 5 p.m. on WGSO 990 AM and WGSO.com. Louisiana Radio Network News, I'm Kevin Gallagher. Senator Bill Cassidy is a co-sponsor of a Republican plan that seeks to lower college costs and student debt. The bills are filed as the U.S. Supreme Court's expected to rule soon on President Biden's student loan forgiveness program. Cassidy says the president's plan does nothing to address the causes of the debt crisis. Somebody up to $250,000 as a couple can have 20 k knocked off their debt. Now, that's not targeted relief. That's just kind of like, I'm running for re-election. I better get out there with the program in order to grab some votes from the left. He says this package of bills will address the problem. The Fortified Homes Grant Program has received $30 million in funding and could begin taking applications by October for homeowners to strengthen your roofs. House Insurance Committee Chairman Mike Huval says a companion law requires insurers to change existing policies. Which requires insurers to offer an endorsement to the homeowner's policies that will upgrade the policyholder's non-fortified roof to the fortified roof standard if the home incurs damage requiring a roof replacement. This is news from LRN. People love their Mueller metal homes. This is what we dreamed about, and we didn't really have a plan for the interior to finish out. We just wanted the structure up, and we're taking it from there. Looking at the sunrise in the morning, the sunset at night, just what we love. I use Mueller because they make a superior product. This is our home. This is our, our forever home. Enjoying every minute of it and seeing it all come together, and one of these days I'll get her done. Find out more at MuellerINC.com. If you or someone you know is having thoughts of suicide or experiencing a mental health or substance use crisis, 988 connects you to free, confidential, and compassionate support 24-7. When you call, text, or chat 988, a trained crisis counselor will listen to your concerns, provide support, and connect you to resources if needed. There is hope. The Lifeline works. You are not alone in crisis. Supported by the Louisiana Office of Behavioral Health. What does grace mean to you? 
At Grace at the Green Light, a 501c3 nonprofit, we believe that everyone deserves a hot meal, clean drinking water, and the chance to go home again. Our work is made possible through the generous support of Christ Church Cathedral, the Cathedral Church of the Episcopal Diocese of Louisiana. Christ Church Cathedral acts in support of community renewal and socioeconomic justice. Learn more at cccnola.org. Hi, I'm William Wallace. You can hear me live on Tuesday nights at 5 o'clock here on WGSO or see what I have to say on Facebook at William Wallace for America. Donate your vehicle and make a difference. WGSO 990 AM has partnered with Charitable Adult Rides and Services, also known as CARS, to allow you the opportunity to donate your car, truck, motorcycle, RV, or boat to our nonprofit organization. You may qualify for a tax deduction while supporting a cause that is near and dear to your heart. Simply go to WGSO.com and follow the link on our homepage. Vehicle donation pickup is always free to you and most vehicles can be picked up within 24 to 72 hours. You'll receive an initial car donation receipt upon pickup and then the CARS team will work to turn your car into cash to support our cause. Once your vehicle is sold, the CARS team will provide you proper tax forms in time to file. Their friendly donor support representatives are available seven days a week to assist throughout the process. Again, for more information, go to WGSO.com. More and more Americans are listening on American Ground. Listen each Saturday from noon to 1 p.m. with Louis R. Avalone and Stephen Parr. Hey, everything old is new again, fans. This is Douglas Viviani with David Cohen. We are changing times on WGSO 990 AM from Saturdays at 1 to 9 All right, New Orleans, we're having a fun time here. This is the third segment of the New Orleans Golf Show with Jack Clegg on WGSO 990 AM and WGSO.com. All right, so we were talking about, before the break, we were talking about how the fight that started. The fight that started was the, the Live Tour. Oh, and by the way, here's a piece of information that I learned doing my research. It's LIV. The Live Tour, L-I-V. I found out what that means. I thought it was letters for three words that started with L and I and V. But it's not. It's Roman numerals. And L-I-V in Roman numerals is... I didn't pay attention to school. <laughs> Don't ask me. Well, as a... <laughs> I paid attention for about three minutes, and when I was, I learned what LIV was. L is 50, IV is 4, and the live tournaments, rather than being 72-hole tournaments, are 54-hole tournaments. So, you can tell your friends what the LIV, LIV means. It's for 54, and that's why their tournaments are only three-day tournaments as opposed to four-day tournaments, so... There you go. Um, 54. So, Jay Monahan, the CEO of the PGA Tour, began trashing the players. More than trashing. 
I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to take that back. He was actually suspending players who joined the uh, uh, Live Tour. They were getting a lot of money to do that, but he also didn't let them play golf in PGA tournaments. Okay, and suspended them from the PGA. Okay. This went on for quite a while, and the trash talk by Monahan got worse and worse and worse uh, because more and more players were leaving, taking the money, and joining the Live Tour. So, obviously, he, he was being frustrated. Uh, he was not winning. He was losing. So then he decided to pull the Patriot card, as I call it, and he started to attack the Saudi Arabians for 9-11. And every chance he got, when he would mention it, the Saudi-backed killers of New Yorkers on 9-11, and I am not uh, going to say it was no big deal. It was a big deal. Um, And the question is, should we now, 20 years later, be rekindling that or not? I was in high school. I was a senior in high school, mm-hmm. and uh, it was a big thing. It was a huge thing. Yeah, it was huge, and people joined the service. Yeah. People, you know, quit whatever their plans were. Everybody, Americans, wanted our retribution, and we went. We didn't <laughs> declare war on the right people. Right. <laughs> we went against uh, Iraq and Saddam Hussein, and uh, as President Trump many, many times said, they weren't the guys who did it. <laughs> so, anyway, g- get back to golf. So he was doing this. All right. Now, um, all of a sudden, now after about a year and a half, and I'm telling you the tension was high, and, and live tour players who are Americans uh, were being told, no, nah, you won't be able to represent America on the Ryder Cup. You won't be able to do this. And... Uh, Zach Johnson, who's a great golfer, a guy I've admired for a long time. He's the captain of the Ryder Cup team. He was saying, well, you know, they're playing in a tour. We really don't know how good they are. You know, we don't know those tours. We don't know what courses they play on and so forth and so on. Well, then all of a sudden this spring, because of the rules of the Masters, tournament in Augusta, which is one of the majors, one of the big baddies of all the golf tournaments, um, the top five players at the Masters, four of them were in the Live Tour. That was amazing. That was great. Well, they're all great players. They have been great players. Well, there wasn't much said about that. But those of us watching the game say, well, yeah, why can't the Live players participate in our tournaments and the other, why can't they find a way to get along. That's what I always thought it should be. Well, there's enough in it for everybody, but yeah. everybody doesn't see it that way. That's right. right. You're trying to take my millions. I have a hundred million. You're trying to take it and make me only a $99 million guy. Yes. I'll take it. <laughs> well, so, so we know that happened. Okay. And, and then the PGA championship, which was a test of golf for all the PGA members, all the great golfers. It was won by Bruce, Bruce Kepka, who took a second in the Masters, and then he won the PGA. Okay. Now, in the background of all of this, several of the live golfers had filed a lawsuit 
against the PGA, claiming the PGA was a monopoly, unfairly playing, uh, unfairly affecting the players, but most importantly, doing things that were unlawful. Now, what could a PGA Tour do that's actually a crime or unlawful? Well, in order for players to qualify for certain tournaments and make more money, okay, not just what the Live Tour pays me, but to win in that event, I got to qualify, okay, there are neutral entities. The World Golf Ranking is a neutral entity. Well, these guys who sued the PGA claim the PGA was going to the World Golf Rankings and exercising undue influence so the golf rankings would inflate the standings of PGA golfers and deflate the rankings of the non-PGA golfers. That is a federal crime. You cannot do that to someone's business and their livelihood. You can't do that. So it's like they were fixing. For themselves, right. Right. Okay. They were penalizing the live golfers and, and helping their own guys stay. Okay. That, and I want to say that was only an allegation, but it was in this lawsuit. Okay. So the lawsuit's in the background. Monahan's on – every time somebody stuck a microphone in his face, he would say 9-11, these are evil guys, they murder people, they're bad, da-da-da-da-da. And then all of a sudden last week, after hearing all that – we hear about this deal put together between the PGA Tour and the PIF, the money, the fund, that would create a third entity, this new entity that would be the commercial side of the PGA Tour and the Live Tour. The CEO is the guy who's been selling all the Saudis are murderers. He's the guy. Monahan's the CEO of this new entity. Okay, so it gets it, it gets even more important. So this happens, and as I said, I've said it several times. We don't know all the details, but now the politicians start sniffing around. And why they're concerned? Well, because they can sniff the money, <laughs> and. The PGA Tour spent in 2022 $640,000 with lobbyists lobbying the Congress to do something. They didn't do anything. They wrote letters of support. Oh, we support you Americans. We think the Saudis are bad. But they didn't do anything. Now something has happened. Something has changed. Now the politicians want their hands on the money. And we're left to speculate what exactly is the bottom line. Uh, one, one possible is this third entity, which is going to run the commercial end of the PGA and the live events, not events, but how, how, how they make money, the television deals, the sponsorship deals, all these things. The money is, is going to come from the PIF, but it may be that the Saudis will have an interest in all these TPC golf courses all over the country. Which means they'll start buying them? No. If, they, if the entity exists and it takes 
as its assets, all of the PGA assets, then yeah, they will be part owners. And that may be what the actual deal is here. We don't know. We don't know. But that's what many people are concerned about. And that's what some of the politicians have said online. So when we come back, we're, we're going to talk about Mr. Monaghan again. And um, sadly, right now, he's, he's, he's not available for comment. He's actually ill. But we're going to talk in a few seconds after the break about that. So we're about to enter our last segment, the fourth segment after the break of the New Orleans Golf Show with Jack Clegg on WGSO 990 AM and WGSO.com. We'll be back in a few seconds. I'd like to tell you about the Actors Fund, a nonprofit human services organization that helps everyone in performing arts and entertainment. The fund's programs foster stability and resiliency in the lives of everyone who works in film, theater, television, music, radio, and dance. These services include emergency financial assistance for those in crisis due to the COVID-19 pandemic. Please visit actorsfund.org. In baseball, these are the moments that bring us to our feet. But the most important moment happens when we all stand together. United for a great cause. So join Major League Baseball and stand up to cancer. As we stand in honor of all loved ones affected by this disease. I'm Jordana Brewster. I'm Candace Patton. Joe Manganiello. I'm Matt Damon. And cancer has in some way touched all of us. Visit StandUpToCancer.org slash MLB. Stand up with us. Hello, this is Jack Clegg. A while back, I hosted the NFL show. Remember, we'd take a knee for no one. I've returned to WGSO to host shows on Tuesday and Thursday nights from 7 to 8 p.m. Tuesday evenings, we will focus on the causes, consequences, and solutions to the international, national, and local political mess that has developed since 2020. Thursday's show will be happier. It's a golf show discussing the current state of the game we love in Louisiana and on the Gulf Coast. Please tune in and share your thoughts. It's Jeff Cruer, host of Ringside Politics. I'd like to introduce WGSO General Manager, Marianne Guzman. WGSO is locally owned and operated right here in New Orleans. We believe in cultivating local talent and emphasize local programs. If you have an interest in hosting your own program, then we have some prime spots available. Thanks, Marianne. Folks, take advantage of this great offer. Email me at jeff at wgso.com or call me at 504-669-6076. Come fulfill your radio dreams at WGSO. GSO. Hi, this is Kevin Carr, host of Fat Guys at the Movies. Listen every Sunday at 8 p.m. on WGSO 990 AM, the community voice of the Crescent City. Does your business need to boost sales or drive customer loyalty? Talk to Sir Speedy. Our direct mail pros can get your company in front of the right people with our comprehensive direct mail and mailing services. All you have to do is share your goals with us and we can do the rest. Get the ball rolling and send your next direct mail project to us. Call Sir Speedy at 5 504-586-9812 or visit us online at sirspeedyneworleans.com that's 504-586-9812 we do it hey y'all the beat exchange has a new time slot mondays at 7 p.m on wgso 990 a.m in new orleans the beat exchange with barbara Hoover. 
Join me, Mitch Gibbs, live every Saturday morning for another great season of In the Paint, talking NBA and college basketball on WGSO Radio 990 AM. All right, New Orleans. This is segment four. Boy, this has flown by. This show has flown by. And you're listening to the New Orleans Golf Show with Jack Clegg on WGSO 990 AM and WGSO.com. Okay, let me let me finish my, my comments about who I call the victim of the century. That is the PGA Commissioner Jay Monahan. Okay, while Man- Monahan was trashing the Saudis, he sought help. This is a quote from Monaghan. During the intense battle, he's referring to the live litigation that I was referring to a moment ago, alleging antitrust violations against the PGA. Okay. During the intense battle, we met with several members of Congress and policy experts to discuss the Saudis' attempt to take over the game of golf in the United States, comma, and suggested ways that Congress could support us in their efforts, period. While we are grateful for the written declarations of support, we were largely left on our own to fend off the attack. Ostensibly due to the United States' complex geopolitical alliance with the kingdom of Saudi Arabia. Okay. So this gentleman, who was the the CEO of the PGA, who went out and obviously tried to get support from, he says he tried to get support from Congress to prevent his players from getting picked off by the bigger money from the Live Tour. He says... That when when Congress wouldn't support him, he was left on his own. Okay, so what did he do? He entered into an agreement to make this third group where he's now the CEO. So I'm trying to think how in the world this happened. What was it that caused the PGA to suddenly say, well, um, we're going to take their money. <laughs> just like all the golfers he suspended, just like all the golfers he penalized who took the money, they're taking the money. Now, I am in favor of the parties dropping their claims against each other, okay? But what apparently Mr. Monahan didn't know or didn't consider or he was told by lawyers or the lawyers didn't know was there's a third party out there, the United States government, and they will look at antitrust things. You can settle your differences with individuals. Companies can settle their differences. But the government still comes in. And if there's a breach of law, they can act. And you're watching it happen right now. Two Committees in the Senate, one committee in the House, are opening up investigations about how this has happened. So um, there's a lot of questions we don't know, and I'm sorry. I wish I had better answers, um, but that's what it is. So I want to I get to one final thing because I like 
this is supposed to be the golf show. Talk about good stuff. This is the weekend of the U.S. Open, which is the most difficult golf tournament in the, in the United States. It always is. It's, it's a hard court. They play it at tough courses. Conditions are tough. Okay. It's being played this week in Los Angeles. It hasn't been in Los Angeles for 75 years. They have other things other than golf that they do in Los Angeles, I guess. They sing and dance and make movies. Indulge in other stuff. Indulge in other things. Yeah. That's correct. But it's here. It's at the Los Angeles Country Club, and the first round was today. The leaders in the first round, and it's so I, one of my favorite golfers is a guy named Ricky Fowler. He won a bunch of tournaments uh, 10 years ago, and he's in, got a lot of – you see him on TV a lot. He makes a lot of money on sponsorships and commercials and so forth. But he's back. His golf game is wonderful. He and Xander Shoffley broke the course record and the PGA record for the lowest scores in a PGA event. They both shot 62s today. Okay, outstanding. Uh, that's eight under par. So they lead going into tomorrow. Some of the other uh, players that are right behind them, uh, Bryson DeChambeau, who is a live player. Phil Mickelson, a live player. Siwoo Kim, a South Korean, tremendous golfer. Max Homa, McElroy, Sheffley, they're all up there at the top. So watch that. I also want to talk about, and I neglected to do it last week, the LPGA. The Mayer LPGA Classic is being played this weekend in Grand Rapids, Michigan where the weather is now finally getting nice and warm. It's, if you get a chance to watch it and see what Michigan looks like in the summertime, it's absolutely beautiful. Uh, it's at the Blythe Field Country Club. The first round was this afternoon, and before the show I did the research and found out this is a great leaderboard. Oh, my gosh. There are five golfers, LPGA players, that are tied at uh, six under par uh, after the first day. Jennifer Cupcho. Uh, and Jennifer is a Wake Forest grad, and I don't know if you're following college golf. Wake Forest just won uh, a week ago, week and a half ago, the um, NCAA match play tournament. And I saw the last two events, they, the, the, the semifinals and the finals, and they beat the USC team. And it was so exciting. And Wake Forest has a great program, and it always has. Uh, she also, Jennifer, was she won the first ever Augusta National Women's Amateur event. That was in 2019. Lindsay Weaver-Wright, she went to Notre Dame and the University of Arizona. She golfed in both places. If she wins, this would be her first win on tour. Cheyenne Knight a three-time All-American from the University of Alabama. Occasionally they play LSU in football, don't they? Alabama a, a few times. Is that an exciting game? Very. Yeah, I yeah. think it is. It's a, a long-time <laughs> rivalry. It's a huge rivalry. Mm -hmm. So despite the fact that she went to the University of Alabama, we wish her well. Yeah, we, we do. do. We, we, do. we don't hate on anybody here on the golf show. That's right. We don't. The only person I hate on is Jack. That's right. But carry on. <laughs> All right. She won, she's won a professional tournament, uh, the 2019 Volunteers of America Classic. Uh, Ayaki Furrier of Japan 
the shortest of all the women's golfers. How tall is she? Five foot zero. Really? Yeah. Wow. She's short but powerful. And um, she's an eight-time winner on the Japanese tour for about the last eight or nine years she's been playing in America. Does real well. Big smile. Her face when she smiles explodes. She's a really great, great girl. And the fifth person tied for first place after the first day is a Swedish golfer. She is a graduate of Florida State, where she played college golf. And uh, she was ranked in 2019 the number one ranked amateur. Then she turned pro and in 2020 won her first LPGA event. And uh, we wish them all well. Watch the lady golfers. They do real well. And I think we're almost done, are we? Yeah, man. Okay. Less than a minute. Thanks for listening tonight. And um, we hope that we were able to clarify some of the things about the merger, which is not a merger. (laughs) It's a new entity. And we maybe advise you to just keep an ear on 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 the television when you hear things going on. All right. This is the New Orleans Golf Show with Jack Clegg, WGSO 990 AM and WGSO.com. Signing off. Have a good week. Hit them straight this weekend. Good night, people. for a greater response. Not tomorrow. Not in a few years. But right now. Some battles must be faced together. Cancer fighters stand up to cancer every day. And you can be part of this battle too. Visit StandUpToCancer.org to learn more. Together, we can save lives. When the